3: or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: On the Bechdel
0: cast, the questions asked if movies have women in them. Are all their discussions just boyfriends and husbands or do they have individualism? The patriarchy's effing vast. Start changing it with the Bechdel cast
4: Hello, welcome to
5: the Cast. My name's Jamie Loftus. My name's Caitlin Durante.
4: And this is our podcast about the betrayal of women in movies.
5: And how Hollywood fucks it up almost constantly. Caitlin, language. Sorry. Early in the podcast. I've got... read the reviews and they say we're vulgar
4: and we don't know what we're talking about. That's oh, all the reviews.
5: Hooray. Good lord. So if you want uh, to not have those be our only reviews, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, Hey, the Bechtel test, if you don't know what that is, yeah. is a media test uh, created by cartoonist Alison Bechtel, and it requires that a piece of media, a movie perhaps, mm-hmm. has two female-identifying characters with names, they must speak to each other, and their conversation cannot be about a man.
4: Yeah. You think it'd be easy, but mm-hmm. uh, most movies don't pass it.
5: A lot of them don't. Yeah. Anywho, so we use that as a, as a way to kick off a conversation mm-hmm. about women in movies and we're going to do that again today. We're it's the same thing every freaking time. <laughs> every fucking time. Over two
4: fucking Language, years. Language, Jamie. Jesus Christ. Okay. So today we're featuring an iconic duo that we've never featured on this show before. Mm-hmm. And so it only seemed fitting that we bring in an iconic duo to cover it with us yes yes so uh, without
5: much further ado they're, they're, panicking.
4: They're, they're panicking they're holding hands
5: um they are comedians and they are the hosts of the seek treatment podcast yes. on the forever dog network it's katherine cohen and pat regan hey Hello.
6: Oh, oh my god, god.
5: <laughs> please only talk in unison the entire we episode we, we actually we were
3: great can i say this i wonder if we were chatting with Catherine's abroad lover. Sure. No. I say that. <laughs> and I My
6: abroad lover. I've never <laughs> met him, but
3: but we were both FaceTiming him and I walked into her apartment. She, she was facetiming him, so I started talking and he was like, Oh, you guys talk alike.
6: <laughs> no, he's like he's like,
3: You talk how she does. So okay, you're revealing where he's from.
6: <laughs> <laughs> but you're incredible.
4: No, I was like, I have him. a guess where he's, he's from. French. French. No, you, no, you you
3: like if I try to do like Australian accent, it comes out as Japanese. If if I try to do a British (laughs) accent, it comes out as Midwestern. Like if I I, I
6: try to do any accent besides like British or Southern, it sounds like a sim. They're (laughs) obsessed. It's like (laughs) Skorgendorf.
3: Wait, you guys have never had a duo before?
4: No. Oh no, we 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 had one for Debs. We uh, had a duo cool. for... Oh, oh, that's cool. That. No, we thought yeah, we
5: yeah. Yeah. that. We've we got a couple. Sure
4: Black that. Panther no. was also no. Black Black a... Black Panther was a duo, duo. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> actually, actually this new. may be the fourth or fifth time. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, Wait, did you say that or did I make that up? You may, you wanted to hear that. I
1: wanted to hear you that. You wanted just to we brought an
4: iconic duo. But you know what? No, you're the first. Canonically, you're the first. We'll reverse all the numbers necessary. What's
3: so crazy about time is that we though we experience it literally... That's not how it like, exists. It's actually In cyclical. It's yeah, fluid. Like, it's really cool.
6: it's, why is it so long? Time. They're,
3: yeah, I know.
6: I'm trying to move through some pain I'm experiencing, and it mm-hmm. won't go away. It's, it's kind weird. of insane
4: how <laughs> oh, I feel like I've been alive for a million years. Like I and I. Am.
3: Time is so long, but also what no one talks about is time is also so short. Like I'll be like lying wow. there. Wow. I'll be lying. I'll be, uh, li- I'll, be li- I'll be kind of lying there, looking at the ceiling all the sure. time. I'm not even getting It's 16 hours later.
6: <laughs> but look at Where me. Look road? at me. Sometimes yeah. the day starts, and we're like. Oh, it's already 3.
3: I know. But thank don't
6: you guys know. for having us as the point. <laughs> oh my god, you're so welcome.
5: So we are talking about the movie. It takes two.
6: What is
5: the both of your history, your relationship with this the, Oh, and we should it's say the, it's an American Nashley movie. Yeah, American, right. it's an American Nashley
4: big screen Steve Gutenberg, Wet and Shirtless, Kirstie on, yeah. Alley, Hail Xenu <gasps> movie. Wait, I have, we have one question
3: okay, before okay. we start. Yeah, and right. we're going to
6: ask you guys this question. <clears throat> and you need to answer honestly. Okay. And don't look it up.
3: How old do you, old you think Kirstie Alley is today? Right I know, now. After I googled here. it so I can yeah. answer. Oh. But isn't it crazy? I, it crazy. Don't, I don't know. Yes.
5: Can I guess? Yes. 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 Today? Yes. Today. yes. As, we, as we
3: sit in this podcast studio, how old is is
5: Kirstie? I would guess 63.
3: Sixty-eight oh years wow. old. This woman is seven
4: years old. I guess fifty-three. That's like she more what mean. I thought. But she didn't start doing like acting
6: until she was like thirty.
3: Yeah, well, There's like, hope for me. She yeah, broke there's out. Hope? <laughs> We're all doing it. I am. Th- I am thirty.
6: No, I would like to say sort of to bring it back to the point of the podcast. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. It takes
6: two. Now, Mary Kate and Ashley raised me. Did mm-hmm. they raise you? Uh, to an extent, yeah. Okay. Not only did they raise me, they invented me. Okay. <laughs> holiday in the sun, Passport to Paris. I thought when I go on a vacation, I'm gonna get kissed. It wouldn't be years later, ten years even, before I did get kissed upon first seeing Passport to Paris. But <laughs> I come to it, takes two. And this is sort of this was in theaters. Am I right? Yes. yes Steve Gutenberg, who invented the, the printing, printing press. press? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paris Alley, who invented jeans. <laughs> I know, like, like, she, like I picture her, like in she's amazing hair. She she, she, like alleyways. Yeah. she
3: invented a certain kind of hair that <laughs> yeah. she
6: doesn't yeah. get credit for a so my specific mom hairstyle yeah it's yeah. beautiful my experience on the movie is that it she taught me that. that i like sloppy joes
5: so you said, do you does. grew up with this movie mm-hmm. Catherine? you mm-hmm. saw it a bunch mm-hmm. kind of thing okay pat what about you
3: my relationship was i like i had like one best friend growing up we'd have to sleep over so much like movies and we would watch, like, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion or, like, It Takes Two. A recent m-
5: episode of ours. Oh, oh wow. Did it pass? He yeah. It did. Uh-huh.
6: Yeah,
3: totally. Great film. That yeah. movie literally is what I watch when I, like, want to quit comedy. <laughs> every single day. I watch that movie, so I watch that movie every single day. <laughs> um, but um,
4: That is but... such a specific vibe, the movie you watch when you're just, like, ready to quit.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we, we loved It Takes Two for some reason. I remember, like, going to Blockbuster and getting it. There's just certain lines of it that I've always remembered. Like, I've always remembered the part where the social worker is, gonna t- is taking, took away one of them and she runs into the office and they're like, what do you want us to do? Lie down in front, in front of the van? And she's like, I would have.
6: <laughs> I
1: was like, like
3: yes. Okay, calm. <laughs> Actually, the fuck down. Um,
6: you have a crush on that adoption guy.
3: I have a crush on no the main guy oh. I have a, the main, no I have a crush on the camp like gym teacher or whatever yeah. and I
6: have a crush on the abusive adoptive father <laughs> I psycho. do. Yeah, okay, I, guys, was, I wrote that down yeah he's I so was hype. like he's hot and then I
4: looked I looked him up I was like oh he was young when he did that he was like twenty five years old in that I was like
5: oh no, you called
4: that. I
3: said I was like he's really young yeah, I also young was dad. like the butt kisses the couple like I was like <laughs> they you could tell that couple was like that that duo that I just like was like cracking up the crew on set and then like got back the footage and like, oh, this isn't that great, but whatever. <laughs> like um but be- mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also love it like Mary Kate and Ashley like obviously watched Full House but then I watched like um on ABC Family, there was...
6: So a Little Time? time? No, yeah,
3: not yet.
4: That was great. Yet. Yet, no, adventures.
3: No. Uh, was it The uh, Adventures? Uh, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Oh. Two of a Kind. Two of a Kind. There it is. had so many shows. Because
4: then... there was The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley, too.
6: What's that? That was like... I think That might have been like a video Oh, thing. oh, We'll Solve Any Crime by Dinner Time. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, that yes. was huge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. The Haunted episode where the beekeepers... Oh, my God. ...an incredible episode. A classic, a classic. But I always remember
3: a moment in an episode of... Was when you just said, so, little, so time, little time, where one of them gets addicted to massages.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? I do not remember the, that. That's crazy. At the, the coffee enough? house
3: they go to, she can't stop getting massages. Oh, my God, that's me. For, like, $60, years, oh like $60. $60 an hour. Yeah. I got
6: a massage in public at Bonnaroo, thank you, and I was like, this has turned bad. <laughs> 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 to get fully massage while laying down in public is something you shouldn't do. You've gone all the way up to the line. That's yeah, something um... I have to learn myself,
3: is I don't like massages. Professional, where, they, like, they hurt. where the big thing is, like, they hurt. What about I'm Amateur. Like, yeah. Like,
6: do like, yeah. like you and your no, sex partner, like, boil yeah, each other
3: up? If it's like a sex, well, one of my favorite kinds of porn is massage porn. That's true. Oh, it is good. I if like it. it there's too. a whole category of gay porn really? where it's like a guy's going in to get a sports massage and, like, he's just like a college football player. And then, like, the guy starts, like, you know, paying a lot of attention to the ass and then all the time a tongue
6: in there. And you guys know where this <laughs> is. <sleeping.
3: laughs> and the guy is, like, totally like, not expecting to, to take a dick up his ass, but he is perfectly waxed. Well, then
5: he's like, like, oh. <laughs> so it takes two.
6: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Steve Gutenberg does look sexy. I he look. Is, oh so my god, his, he's got a very square yeah. build.
3: His shoulders, not situation. a lot of neck.
6: He looks like six different people. Let's name them. Um, the guy yeah.
3: from um, mm. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
6: He also does. I mean, Rick this Moranis,
3: hunky, hen, a little yeah. bit.
6: Hunky I was thinking yeah. like uh, Billy Crystal, I was like
4: Dennis Quaid, but
3: only because this movie is The Parent Trap. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. The movie is The
6: Parent Trap. Yeah,
3: yes. and I keep kind of intellectually saying it's also Prince and the Popper.
6: Stop acting like you've read that. I (laughs) haven't read it, but
3: whatever. You know exactly You You need to for one second get over the fact that I was an English minor.
5: (laughs) I can't picture (laughs) you near a book. Wait. Jamie, what's your history with the movie?
4: Um, I saw it when I was really young. For some reason my household was not a Mary Kate and (gasps) Ashley household. I think my mom did not care for them. Mm -hmm. But my best friend Lindsay growing up had a very Mary Kate and Ashley household, so all my memories with them are like tied to like hanging out with her and like we would go I would go over and we would watch as many as possible before I would have to go home so I'm talking the sleepover tapes uh-huh. I'm talking the mystery tapes I'm talking It Takes Two Password to Paris Billboard Dad my personal favorite oh. and and this one this is like not my favorite one but it's uh you know I love but,
3: but I think that this is the only one that was like in theaters like wide yeah. release
4: until, until New York Minute many years later oh
6: my god loved New York now, Minute now what was the plot of that
4: oh, with god. Eugene
6: Levy on the cover
4: also Jared Paddle <laughs> is in that movie, and
6: who is that to me? He is. He is. <laughs> and what are we talking Dean about? We from about he's oh. Dean from Gilmore so, Girls. so Gilmore Girls is a, bl- a cultural blind spot. It's not wow. really I do I'm actually
3: so passionate about this. Dean isn't hot.
6: I, I don't think he's hot
4: either. <laughs> yeah. But he is irrefutably in that movie. <laughs> okay,
5: okay, okay. okay, okay. We
4: can't past. take that from him. <laughs>
5: I had never seen this movie. Oh, wow. Oh. I have never seen any Mary Kate <gasps> and Ashley Olson movie. Wow. Wait, what? You're like the perfect. Aren't you like the same age? I'm, the, a-, I, I'm a month older than them. Oh, we, are you are, old we are. I just am actually the third Olson
3: wow. triplet.
5: <laughs> wow. I just came out a month premature. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're like almost the exact same age, but That's I don't easy. know. I watched Full House when I was a kid, but I did not engage in any of their film work. Dual Star
3: so. Productions. <laughs> Dual Star Productions.
5: But, uh, yeah, so I, I hadn't seen this movie, but I had seen The Parent Trap a million times as a kid. But Love Parent it. Trap came out, at least the Lindsay Lohan one, came out three years after It Takes Two. So it's hard oh, to tell how I much think this movie The Parent was a Trap big took success. from...
3: But, but those are, The Parent Trap was based on a previous...
5: Right, so it's hard to say how much It Takes Two... Pulled from
3: the original *Parent Trap* from like the '60s. What what I think happened is they were like, um, and I I I, I, and I wasn't there. I wasn't in on these meetings. (laughs) Don't assume. Don't assume. (laughs) What What I think happened is they were like this was like the height of, of MKNA and they were like, mm. we need a vehicle for these young girls in theaters and they were like, well, what can we do? They are twins. They got, got a got Brooklyn to...
6: accent and they got a sort of gently <laughs> British accent. <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> oh, and... the British accent comes and goes. I love, I love yes. it. I <laughs> the party
4: daddy. <laughs> <laughs> She's just got good diction and that's British for her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I think that like, they were just like, want to do a twenty thing and then they were like, well, we could do Parent Trap-ish stuff and they're like, But then they just cut out anything that was, like, difficult plot-wise. Like, they're like, let's not make them actual twins. Like, let's just make them identical strangers and, like... I think they, pulled which
5: them. I've seen that documentary, three identical mm-hmm. strangers, oh, yeah. and it turns out that they were triplets. Uh, yeah, like, they were biologically related. It's so crazy that they're just like, yeah, they just happen to look exactly alike.
4: I thought that and was really funny.
5: <laughs> that was like a, my favorite, like weird, confusing
4: plot thing in this movie was that they look. I like I, I rewound it to be like, wait a second, did, is there a moment where like the parent's up? They're like, we're sisters, and the you know the yeah. The thing no, Hallie,
6: we're twins.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! And then when they. More- hug like,
3: it's so good, but oh. I, but also I love Kirstie's reaction when the butler comes and she like finds out that they look exactly like and she's just like that's. Him. <laughs> it's like, is it amazing? I don't know. It's like, you're a
4: social worker. Like, you, like you, it seems like you would be the person to be looking into this. But <laughs> right. She's, you know, she's not particular. I mean, she I guess she's sort of good at her job. She spends a lot of her time at camp.
5: She well, she's not good at her job she, because yeah. she's trying to adopt. Like, what are the ethics of her trying to adopt only a, a single one of these kids that
3: she She's is? trying to adopt the yeah. one white one.
5: <laughs> yeah. 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 It's messed
4: oh. up. It is. <sighs> Gosh. It is. I like that part though. In Kirsty, I mean, we can we can hit it in the. There's mm-hmm. a part where she's in this like Stevie Nicks black billowy thing. Yeah. She's walking through the woods. She's like, "Do I love Steve Gutenberg or not?" That was my favorite part. Her clothes are so
6: big.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah,
6: yeah. so big. There,
4: I feel like there's like this whole narrative with like Kirsty Alley's like body where like when she's in her 40s cuz she's in her 40s in this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, how like Kirstie Alley she was a uh, representative for like Jenny Craig forever mm-hmm. and she and, every- bad actress. and like everyone gave her shit about her weight forever. And I think this is around the time where that starts because the way she's costumed is like kind of bizarre sometimes where she's like put in these like billowy boxy like you're you're not really supposed to be seeing her body. I don't know. Yeah. I just found it she was weird. All about like
3: a cinched waist on cheers, like a sh- mm-hmm. like shoulder pads and cinched waist mm-hmm. and then Yeah, she was just the polar opposite direction. But I think that, like, I don't know, there was, like, one scene where she was in, like, a high-waisted jean.
5: Yes. Was that the food food fight scene? No, because she's wearing like a really like, she's like wearing five hundred oversized sweaters. Yeah, sweater. The, she doesn't water.
6: need
4: yeah. to. Show. Yeah. yeah. It's like
6: she's a cutie. She's at camp. It's like have some fun. Why are you wearing so many <laughs> sweaters at camp? <laughs> it's, it's summer. summer. <laughs> it's summer. Yeah, it's, summer. I mean, it's so cute. This doesn't piss me off. In movies where there's kids at camp, they're always wearing like flannels. I'm like, it's hot. Take yeah. off your flannel.
5: <laughs> they <laughs> <laughs> probably shot it in like November, I but know. they're like, It's summer. But stop
6: romanticizing flannel. <laughs> The okay, damage. so I'll
5: do the recap really quickly of Hit the it. story, and then we'll get into the discussion. Okay, so There's we so much to discuss. We meet this little girl named Amanda. She's a tomboy. She's, She's playing baseball. Here. Hey, I'm walking in. <laughs> And uh, she lives at, like, an orphanage I, of sorts. Mm-hmm. And then Diane, which is Kirstie Alley's character, is trying to help uh, find a family to adopt her. So which, that's her exposition. Which I think it's
3: interesting that she has to interview. Like, it's a job. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> you <laughs> have to come to your interview for right. your parents. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, like, I'm just surprised that they make orphans interview for that.
4: <laughs> yeah. I also like that Kirstie Alley, like, Right off the bat, she leans out the window and immediately like threatens one of the sweet little girls. She's like, "I'm gonna kill you if Yo, <laughs> you yeah. don't get into the cat." Like-,
3: like, I said, I'll kill you if you wore a dress to play ball. Right, <laughs> See, and then the Brooklyn twin is like, which they live in. The East Side of Manhattan, they reveal, but like um, <laughs> no. they yeah uh, is like what I ain't gonna hurt it or nothing. <laughs> it's cool. She's it's scrappy. Great. She's very scrappy.
5: Yeah. But in direct contrast to scrappy Amanda, mm-hmm. there's Alyssa Calloway who. Looks the exact same as Amanda, but she's a different person, and she's rich, and she plays the piano, and she gets off this private
4: jet. She's sort of British, even though her parent is not British. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she doesn't
5: live in England. She has this weird, like, posh, like... She's got uh, a lot of hats. I
3: feel like her personality
5: is...
4: It's a like hat. it's
3: like it's like and this is a classic Olsen twin device. It's like a it's like a brim hat with the front brim like bent up and a sun yeah. and yes. a sunflower on it. <laughs> yeah. The classic Olsen twins device. They also vehicle. love the, the
6: backwards baseball cap. Uh mm-hmm. Depending on
3: what their character That's choice the yin is.
6: And the yangs,
3: right? <laughs> the <laughs> Olsen twins <laughs> will always fall back on like two sisters that are polar. Like either one loves sports but one loves fashion. One's
6: more like a boy and one's more like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Like well, Mary Kate's always the sporty one, right? And then Ashley's always the like more mm-hmm. femme.
3: I never pay Attention to who to who plays which. Well, that's part true, and you should be
4: paying attention. <laughs> For some reason, that's very important to me.
3: I miss yeah. the Olsen twins like.
6: Where uh, are we they? Saying, I just
3: had this we just had this conversation we were, like, I was googling them frantically we were like then. are they we're like how are they doing like are they doing well and I said it's the kind of thing where it's like it does, It definitely seems like they're not doing well but if you say that if you ever like say something about the old twins, the other person's like they're actually doing amazing <laughs> so
2: <laughs> they're
3: actually <laughs> they're doing very, really <laughs> well so what are you talking about I'm like, okay sorry like I'm just They have a bunch of like fashion lines yeah. yeah.
4: Um that, but that's what everyone says they're like well they're doing
5: fashion now and, you're like, and, and you then their other sister a... who looks also exactly like them um, Elizabeth it, she was yeah in that she's Klaza in movie. yeah and she's in like the Avengers movies I she's really? very talented I want
3: some movie where she was um it's called liberal arts with Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother I've seen it Yeah, I... I hated that movie
5: okay so back to the story so there are these two girls who look identical but you know they come from different walks of life mm-hmm. and then Alyssa meets she like meets up with her father who Steve Goetz yeah Steve Goetz who Steve Goots
4: does not show up to Alyssa's private jet very rude mm-hmm. the butler shows mm-hmm. up to the private jet right but there's no handshake like in parent job. right, right. Exactly. but it, it's a classic oh. trope of
3: like a butler kind of raising a yeah. child mm-hmm. and I think like this whole movie makes me like, if I'm ever rich, god forbid, I want to be like the kind of rich people are in like mid 90s movies where you like for sure have like a house of like kind of like servants that are just like walking around with platters. I said, <laughs>
6: we need butlers, we need platters, we
3: need mm-hmm. um, a circular mm-hmm. driveway, we need like a 95 limo,
6: an indoor pool, an indoor
3: pool for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna get my, ma- I'm gonna get like legally married to like the bitchy woman who's like the stepmom in all these movies. <laughs> like, I'm gonna have that wife for, sure. Mm-hmm. for and sure. in this
5: movie, her name is Clarice Kensington. Clarice. Oh. So Alyssa meets her and she's like, Who's this woman? She's engaged to Steve Gutenberg's character, but she doesn't know that yet.
4: How do I think they
6: met? Clarice Oh, and yeah, Steve. they
4: do not say. Oh. They definitely met at
3: like a fundraising event.
4: Cause oh, yeah. she says, This is where I feel like. The it does a little better than the Parent Trap because she's like a she's supposed to be like a climbing socialite or whatever, mm-hmm. but then Meredith in the Parent Trap has a job and is super successful, but is just like trying to marry him anyways. And I was like, but he seems like you're fine. Anyways, yeah. this lady, I mean, she's just kind of like she's like a socialite cartoon, right?
3: Something. Just, yeah. I don't know.
5: These she characters the are never blue blue well developed. Oh my gosh, the beige
3: so, yeah. shells
4: is so I mean wild. I do
3: think she looks stunning in the um engagement party scene she's wearing a green dress like and oh, she has yeah. her like necklace and earrings are really nice so mm-hmm. i was like had romantic feelings towards her in that scene i, I love when her playful Go jewish her. friend comes up and i'm like oh, hey, that's yeah. me <laughs> i did book that role
5: so uh Alyssa gets upset that clarice is so mean and she finds out that she's getting married to her father so she's like i'm running away meanwhile Amanda is going to summer camp on the same lake that this like giant estate where oh, yeah. uh, Alyssa Wharton now lives. And like Steve
4: Gutenberg's dead wife started the camp. Yes. We never learn her name. We never learn anything except His she, of wife. course, died during childbirth. <laughs> I know <Right>. the scene.
3: <laughs> I did this because they were yelling over the cafeteria, and he's like, "My wife died, when <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa was born." And I was like, "My daughter killed my wife." <laughs>
4: That scene is so wild, like the way that's delivered. Because after he said, he's like, She died giving birth to Alyssa, and Kirsty Alley just like winces and is like, Oh, sorry. And then they continue the food.
3: (laughs) And and, and the whole point of that is like, for Kirsty Alley's character to know, like, Kirsty Alley in her head was like, Oh, you're single. You're single. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a weird flirty moment. That's my favorite part of
4: learning that someone's wife has been dead for 10 years. (laughs) Perhaps they're single.
5: Oh gosh. Okay, so then, so Amanda <laughs> is with like all of her camp friends, and they dare her to ring the doorbell of this huge house because they're like it's haunted. So right. like, go ring the doorbell. So she does, and then Vincenzo, the butler, opens the door and he sees Amanda and thinks it's Alyssa because again they they're are identical strangers. Identical strangers. So he brings her inside. He's a mere butler. And then Diane finds Alyssa, who had run away, to like 100 yards away. Uh, so she's like, hey, Amanda. And then she brings Alyssa, thinking it's Amanda, back to the camp. And there's a football game that makes Alyssa run back into the woods, just as Amanda is running away from the house.
4: And then, and then they bump
5: into each other. They're two identical strangers again. Yes, So there's, like, an extra step that doesn't need to be there. They could have just,
3: like... Yeah, but then I also feel like the movie seemed like it ended really soon. I was like, oh, they had to stretch this out.
5: (laughs) So they decide to switch places.
6: And why do they decide to switch places? So Amanda is going to pretend to be Alyssa
5: because she's so good at scaring off parents because she's an orphan and no one wants to adopt her. Got it. But then it's not clear why Alyssa wants to like go to the camp and pretend to be Amanda.
3: Yeah. I, I think it's kind of like a grass is always greener situation because they did set up a lot like neither of them are like happy in their lives. And like right. one is Someone always like, I want a the, the grass, grass is much nice greener. Wait, but I think that they were both like, like the one wanted like parents and the other one was like, oh my god, it's actually really lonely to be it's, rich. It's peavers. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. what's it like to have friends? <laughs>
5: So when they (laughs) reunite the next day, Amanda is like, Clarice is gone, but only for a week. And then Alyssa's like, shit, like, too bad Diane can't be my mom because they had like bonded with each other. So they Everyone get the idea. Diana. Yeah. And
4: all of her sweaters. Diane's yes. like the Chessie of this. Yeah. She for is. Sure. Uh-huh. I like that Chessie gets to really shine and yeah. gets to be the romantic interest. Totally. In Finally. Yeah. Right.
6: Mid 40s romantic <laughs> lead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come through, yeah, she's a really <laughs> So then
5: she's they political. get the idea. <laughs> To have Diane try to meet Steve Gutenberg, mm-hmm. so in the hopes that they will fall in love, so they orchestrate this whole like horse riding encounter. And Steve Gutenberg's horse outfit
4: is mm-hmm. off the charts. <laughs> His equestrian wear, the gloves.
5: Uh, don't forget the moment where he is riding with one of the girls. I don't remember which one it is, Impossible but he says something like. I don't know, He asks her a question, and then she responds with, "Are you asking me an equestrian?" It's meant to be a play on words. Oh, but it's Wait, they don't have the chops. Why would to she deliver do that? that? <laughs> <laughs> oh I guess God. it's <laughs> an attempt at a joke.
3: He did look so hot in his like riding outfit when he, he really was chasing did. down the horse. I was like. Cool. <laughs> Whoa, I think this movie is actually forget. really cool. Um,
5: <laughs> so, so Diane and Steve Gutenberg's character, which do we know his name? Roger. Roger. Ro- Roger no. Calloway. He's actually in the script, but uh. it
3: just says Steve Gutenberg's character.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so Diane and Roger meet, and Mid-40s. then the
3: Steve, yeah, you, Steve, Steve Gutenberg's character take closer to be your lawfully wedded wife. <laughs> yeah.
4: Gutenberg, also seven years younger than Kirstie Alley. Totally. Oh, I mean, yeah.
5: Radical? I love that.
6: That This movie is political. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay so oh, yeah. so Roger and Diane they meet and the sparks are flying they are very interested in each they're other. they're all revved up from riding
6: those fucking horses yeah. I know. Yeah. there's
3: one scene where she's riding the horse herself. she is coming so hard
6: <laughs> she has like 18 <laughs>
3: orgasms <laughs> she's bouncing harder than I've ever seen someone bounce yeah there's, <laughs> and there's seen like a lot legit, of hard bouncers a, yeah. there's, a, a, lot of, of
4: the there's like, a lot of chemistry between them too I was like because usually with these movies you're just like yeah that no way but I was I was like man i could i could i would watch this the They would want fuck to see it. Yeah. yeah
6: oh my god i'm did. so horny lately yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so so then they they hang out at camp a little bit there's this big food fight they almost kiss but then they get interrupted as it usually happens cuz they can't kiss until canoes. the end
4: oh my god but no isn't that scene interrupted <laughs> by the butler's golden telescope
5: well, yeah, the the canoes fall over because that's where the two girls are hiding. But oh, yeah. Vincenzo is actively spying on him. And, and his then, golden telescope. Yeah, he but then he that. leaves the room and then Clarice comes back like way early and then looks into the telescope and sees them flirting. So then she's oh. like, fuck, let's, I got to
4: bump oh, up I think this
3: we wedding. Missed we missed that.
5: <gasps> the golden telescope is my new favorite plot
4: device. I want it to be in every movie because that cuts off him watching through the golden telescope. I like Panicked in my house uh, because he's saying as he's watching through the telescope at Kirstie Alley and Steve Gutenberg flirting a whole lake away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like a it's a it's a nice telescope. They're very wealthy, uh, and he goes, hmm, 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 that's more like it. Oh, <laughs> and then he turns and bas-
5: and then and then she looks in the telescope she, and then she see yeah. So she that's why that. she's like I gotta bump up this wedding. Got to trap this man mm. asap. Mm. And then she's trying to send Amanda, who she thinks is Alyssa, away to boarding school. And while that's all happening, Alyssa, who the camp people think is Amanda, is being adopted by that lame couple from the beginning, who basically just like put her to work into a junkyard. <laughs>
4: Which is like, uh, I thought that was like unnecessarily like real. They're just like, oh yeah, and let's also like shed some light on the harsh adoptive practices. And I was like, this is not the movie to be tackling <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But it's like a bunch of kids, and like they're working in a scrapyard.
5: Yeah,
3: and Kirsty comes and she's like. I'm gonna report you to social services. after, I get my man. And yeah. she like, leaves all the kids there to do and work. And least yeah. all the kids! And,
4: and they made the kids seem so mean, and on the adoptive father's side, and they're just like, you think you're rich? You fucking idiot! And right. then the rich kid is saved, and all the poor kids stuck in the adoptive system are left to rot. Right. It's <laughs> like, wow, a really inspiring message. Yeah. Good job, Kirsty.
5: But then, yeah, Diane goes to rescue Alyssa, and then meanwhile... And stop the wedding! Yeah, Amanda's stalling the wedding, and then the two of them are there because it takes two baby to stop, to stop the wedding which works and then Roger ends up with Diane and then they finally get to kiss and then I guess they're all together as a family because Diane mm-hmm. adopts Amanda is that what
6: happens? Yeah, it was also, she leaves her job to live uh, at the mansion It also was
3: a, <laughs> a, a line in the beginning of the movie where like the poor one was like why don't you just adopt me Diane and Diane was like but you know that they won't let me adopt you because of my salary plus I don't have a husband
6: Whoa.
4: <laughs> that okay that I is, did not catch that yeah that yeah. is like one of the wilder, more 1995 like points that comes up multiple points <sighs> in the movie. And there's even one point where she's trying to adopt Amanda and then they're like, they laughed at me because I don't have a husband. And yeah. you're just like, this is, and then you're, and then I'm like, maybe, I know she likes Steve Gutenberg, but he could be a means to an end to get her to be able to adopt this kid. Because yeah, and I think maybe. that was also
3: a point was like, now we could be a family because I have a husband who's rich and they'll let me adopt you.
5: And he's yeah. so him. bleak. Like yeah. Well, let's talk more about that right after we take this. Break.
0: Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
1: We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics, creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: And we're back. Do you guys have, you have anyone can. you can set me up with while I'm here?
4: they in in Los Angeles. Yeah, I want to. Fall Are you trying to left. adopt a yeah. a child and <laughs> yeah. you
5: need a, a husband? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you yeah.
4: have a ten year old you're trying to adopt, we know a number of very wealthy Gutenberg types. Oh, perfect. That we'd <laughs> love to send <laughs> my, you. Up my
3: with. other favorite line in the movie was when Kirsty was like, "Wow, you're so rich. Like you must be amazing." And the what? guys, like, and the guys like. It was just dumb luck getting rich. I only invented cell phones.
6: <laughs> Wait, Wait think, is that what he says? Yeah. He invented cell I think phones. Only I dumb I mean, that's that. like
3: a brilliant and like kind of society-changing invention that you created. <laughs> but I
4: did see that. I'm like, oh, he's humble. Like, yeah. I kind of. That's did what they want. Get He's like, I
3: stole
6: that. the idea from Star Trek. And now <laughs> I'm a
3: billionaire. Um, Star Trek invented cell phones. But the main
6: character of the movie for me was um, Alyssa's canopy bed. That's the bed I have always wanted and still want. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. But also, my favorite part of the movie was when they stopped the wedding and like. Clarice is mortified, and she goes to hit in front of oh, in front of a church of oh, yeah. thousands of people. She goes to hit the kid, and then like Butler's like, "If you hit that kid, I will punch you."
4: Yeah, he's like, "I will beat the shit out of you." And then we're and then we're like, "Wow, Butler, like, go off, incredible." And then she walks. Down the aisle and threatens to hit the second kid. And Kirstie yes. Alley
3: says, "Back off, Barbie." Right, right. I mean, and I, me, and my, me and my friend thought that's the funniest line of all time. So we like we watched that line so many times. Yes.
5: And then she's like, "I've never been more humiliated in my life." And then one of the kids goes, "Want to bet?" And then rips her skirt off. <laughs> yeah, it was
3: just so. So she has to
5: run away with she's her like underwear. Two children. At this but, point. I mean,
6: like we don't. I, love- I mean,
3: you, you do feel bad for her when. Uh, she sure. Has, um, sure. When he says no.
6: I love the idea of just anytime you're humiliating, humiliated, yelling, I've never been this humiliated in my entire life (laughs) at the top of your lungs.
5: So, wait, to go back to what we were touching on a little bit ago is, like, there's this idea that's in this movie. It's in the Lindsay Lohan parent trap, but it's this idea that, like, a kid needs a mother and a Mm, father. Yeah, it's a very nuclear unit.
3: Mm -hmm. They need a mother, a father, and one gay butler who's canonically straight.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Because but like,
5: but yeah. like Amanda wants Diane to adopt her, and like Diane again, the ethics of this is crazy. When she's like, "Yeah, I want to adopt you too." Yes, I run an orphanage full of many other children who you're need right. adopted, but you're the one that I like the right. best. And then what? She right.
3: continues living in the orphanage, like
4: right? <laughs> I, yeah,
5: it's, I was confused. I mean, it's
4: just like very like all these movies are so like they're like, well, a single parent could not possibly do this. So like, well, well you know, you have yeah. to do like a series of hijinks mm-hmm. and throw Steve Gutenberg in a river and hope he falls in love <laughs> yeah. and like there has to be a food fight uh, so that you can have your straight parents
5: mm-hmm.
4: in uh, in a golden telescope, which I do want. Yeah,
5: <laughs> I do want that too. Because yeah. uh, at one point, the, the dad, the Steve Bo- Gutenberg character. Gutenberg. Good- Bo- <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Bo- oh, oh, no. Goofs- I'm Gutenberg. falling apart.
4: Uh, you're he... starting to sound like
5: Catherine's <laughs> Exactly. similar He says to Alyssa, he's like, Clarice and I are getting married. You're going to finally have a real family. She's mm. going to be your new mm. mother. So it's like, you know, uh, there's no such thing as real family unless there's a hetero mom and a hetero dad. Right. They're married together. And then Diane earlier than that even says to Amanda, you deserve a mother and mm. a father. And then Amanda's like, oh, so get a husband. And she's like,
6: I don't know how. I haven't met Steve it's Goodenberg It's not like yet. Buying a car, she says. <laughs> right? And I said, hmm. Have you checked out CarMax on you? E, <laughs> <No>. Tinder?
5: <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, I think we talked a little bit because we've done a bonus episode on the Lindsay Lohan parent trap. Yes. And oh, we, wow. how we had that? this discussion oh, so a little bit. But yeah, it's like these like Children's movies are perpetuating this like heteronormative nuclear family unit that has to exist, or else, like, it's not a quote real family. And or that there's like something missing, or that
4: you should
3: be, yeah, right,
5: yeah,
4: yeah,
3: it's just very like that was the 90s, yeah,
5: like, there's I
4: can't think of any movie that like really in, in the 90s that would like challenge this mm-hmm. at all but it is weird that there was like a trend of movies that it was like people striving for a nuclear unit at all costs right? and there's always like a rich blonde lady who gets mm-hmm. I personally she gets gum in her hair in this one but I prefer the lizard in the mouth yeah. oh and, that's uh, such
6: a good scene the nuclear film, yeah I was also thinking of like Mrs. Doubtfire and like the 90s were about having two parents they were about ruffles with onion dip they were about <laughs> bucket hats with a big sunflower
3: they were about um twins they were about yes. right down to the Coors big Lake commercials oh, and now there's more twins yeah. than ever
6: and then all the the double men there's more
3: commercials who are the big twins right now Sprouses In the 90s we had Tia tomorrow we had the Olsons
6: Yeah. we had Lindsay
3: Lohan and her kind of Herself. Lindsay Lohan,
6: yeah. <laughs> both <laughs> Lindsay Lohan who were their boy twins Zach in, and Cody. Yeah. That was in the 90s. Were there other boy twins?
3: Were there? Were
5: there they, who were uh, the kids who played Ross's son and Friends?
6: Those were the Sprouse
4: twins, So we So right?
6: we're once again hitting on the Sprouses, the oh. Zach and Cody's, the Ross's kids. They're all <laughs> two people. They're all, <laughs> they're all just two people. Oh, God. Did y'all want twin, a twin when you were growing up? Kind of. I really wanted a twin. Yeah. I, I was dying for a twin. I was dead for a twin. Uh. Absolutely i actually slaughtered from it's, it's <laughs> the, the media
4: representation... Okay,
6: well, this leads me to my next point. I would have killed point. my
4: brother if it meant I would have gotten twins. Because <laughs> <Cool.
5: laughs> the media representation of twins made it seem so cool and so fun because they always go on these like that's hijinks bad. adventures together. Um,
4: I don't together. think that's
5: necessarily a negative media trope. It was just no, a no, no, weirdly no. Yeah.
3: prominent thing. Right. There was twins on The Bachelor a few years ago. But
5: one of the main... The big thing I noticed about this movie... Mm-hmm. Here's my main problem with it. Because it's is it the child acting? It's well, that <laughs> is a very big thing bearing. Like, so it's a movie starring two little girls and yet it still has to end in a hetero adult wedding. Hmm. Cuz I was thinking yeah. about like okay, think about movies that star mostly little boys, you know, you've got your Goonies, you've got your Sandlots, Mighty Ducks, any like little boy sports movie basically, and then like Stand by Me it's like boys getting to go on adventures and like having a, a, a ragtag time. But movies that star little girls, the trend is well, I, I can't even think of that many aside from like this whole slew of I yeah. think Mary about Kate. Then. I think about Harriet Mama. the Spy. Oh, Harriet the Spy, and Matilda. Yeah. But like, oh. as far as like an ensemble cast of like a bunch of little girls, like I can't think of hardly any of Let those movies. Let me tell movies. you this:
6: I never forget what flipping on my TV and seeing now and then, and my mind being completely blown, no, being like,
3: "No, now and then." Oh my god!
6: I don't know that either. Oh my god! It's so, you know you know. Now and then? Oh yeah, I know. Okay, okay. I've seen it. Oh, a being times. like, I've never seen anything like this. I can't believe there are these little girls talking about like wanting boobs and like flirting and boys and like. It was the most – I was like, why aren't there more – I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah. There's nothing
5: like that. But, yeah, the point is, like, there's no – there's so few movies about, like, little girls just being little girls. And if there is a movie where there are, like, a couple girls, it's usually about them orchestrating this, like, crazy love story for Mm. adults.
4: Yeah. I think there are some exceptions to that rule. But it was – I mean, just, like, the whole wedding aspect of this seems like – I don't know. There was a more fun movie where that wasn't so prominent. As much as I love uh, an extended stop the wedding sequence. Totally. <laughs> and they really go for it here. There's horses. There's oh, helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. There's <gasps> abandoned adopted children. <laughs> this one's got it all. But <laughs> going
5: back really quickly to like how movies that feature like little boys versus movies that mm-hmm. feature little girls. Like, Guess what I never did as a little girl? I never tried to get two adults to fuck. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying I, to think if I have What a I did do <laughs> is I went to school. I played soccer. I played on jungle gyms. I was in girl scouts. Like I climbed trees. I like did all the stuff that like you see little boys get to do in movies. I
4: feel like I did want <laughs> I think that it was as a result of watching movies like this where I'm like, "Oh, who are two adults in my life who I could try to convince mm-hmm. to fall?" But it all it was a direct result of like I didn't come up with that on my own any more than like I came up with like wanting to play Harriet the Spy on my own or like mm-hmm. wanting to play like any movie starring a little girl just became a game of like we're just playing that. We're just reenacting it sure. because I, you know, I'm an admin. Well, that's kid, the I'm other dumb.
5: thing about like all these movies that are targeted that have, like, big theatrical releases that are targeted to little girls, Mm -hmm. they're usually about, like, teens or adults falling in love. Like, if we're Mm -hmm. looking at, like, the movies, like, when I was growing up or were, like, the Disney Renaissance movies where Mm -hmm. you've got, you know, your Beauty and the Beast and Aladdins and Little Mermaids, and it's, like, all these movies about romance, and then the movies targeted towards little boys – you know they're like adventures, and they're going on. They're gonna go find a dead body, or they're gonna go find the treasure. <laughs> they got a sandlot. They're gonna they're gonna go yeah. find a sandlot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that movie's about, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I so right. I just like I I hate that that, and we say this all the time, but movies. That are targeted toward children have to be especially careful with their content and their messages and all that stuff because, you know, their brains are little sponges and they just like take whatever they see as like absolute truth. So, I mean, it's no wonder that like at least like my generation of like kids growing up into the adults we are now being fed the movies that we were made me all fucked up. <laughs> all fucked really? up in your
6: head. Yeah. That's I why know. I'm so boy crazy. Oh my God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's all I think about. Everyone was
4: telling you. I, I don't know. That. Yeah. Fortunately this movie was not particularly successful. It did not which I think is maybe why the parent trap was so comfortable lifting so much material from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did not do very well in theaters, which is why uh, Mary Kate and Ashley were trapped on television for the next ten years. Mm. I didn't
3: realize it didn't do well. I think I would have assumed it did.
4: No, it only made like trapped eighteen million bucks. Really?
6: Nothing. So to me that is a lot.
3: Some people that's a lot of money. For but some people in
6: <laughs> <and> some situations they think some well when you actually...
5: fucking invent a cell phone that's like Pocket change, <laughs> truly, really, truly. I love that. You I do want to draw some of the comparisons between both "It Takes Two and "The Parent Trap," and let's throw the "Princess Switch" in there too, because that's basically also the same I'm exact movie. That
6: who that? in that? You would love it. It, it was, was Vanessa, two Vanessa Hudgens. I was supposed to watch oh. it with my lover, yeah. who broke up with me after asking me to be his girlfriend four days before. Oh. No. Or just makes about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we
5: have to side part. Can't we stop talking uh, about that. Uh, oh, we did another Patreon bonus episode about that movie. We did, so we did. everyone uh, should, should sign up for our Patreon and listen to it. Anyway, okay. So the parallels we've got: summer <laughs> camp being mm-hmm. a huge plot point. Mm-hmm. We've got a dad living in a huge house in the countryside. Mm-hmm. We got we've butlers. Got the one who is posh. Has a butler friend of the two girls. We've got an evil stepmother lady who is blonde and mean. Mm. And then the parallels between It Takes Two and The Princess, which are that one of them can play the piano and one of them can't. And the one who can't play piano is forced into a situation where she has to play the piano. Mm. And the same thing with horse riding, where Uh, one of them knows how to horse ride and the other one doesn't. What girlish hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) Piano, horses. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um but I mean I guess at least Amanda plays like football play and stickball. baseball. Yeah. She plays stickball. Why, yayora there. Okay, do you remember the stylist character who I think is in like one scene? He's yeah. like, he won like a glad he's glad award. Oh yeah.
3: I, I, I said that. I was like hey, this movie won a glad award for I was representation." Say, like...
5: <laughs> You're like very standard queer coded Coded, stylist character that you see in like all of these movies. He said something like, I'm a hairdresser, not a zookeeper. Yeah. Mm. Which is
6: hilarious. Zing.
5: (laughs) He's no Paolo Putinesco, but he'll do.
4: The one moment where I felt, I mean, I feel bad for any of these stepmother characters that don't exist in real life just because they're so like cartoony They're so cartoonish. But when they do make the choice to bring in her father, who negs the fuck out of her, just. Second, she's about to. Walk, he's like, yeah. "Wow, my first daughter is also the last to get married. Yeah. Interesting." And then just slides out of frame. You're like, "What? And who was that for? What was the, all what
5: was of the those of evil that? stepmother characters in these movies are so underwritten and so poorly developed that I just thought it was like, why I thought it was mother. weird that the only issue, like the only
4: part of her they chose to develop was like, "Oh, but don't worry, she has severe daddy issues. <laughs>
2: apparently, lucky for you." Like, interesting.
5: Uh-uh. We gotta take another quick break, but we'll be right back.
0: Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
2: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
5: And we're
6: back. Yes, I talk. Yes.
3: Also on the child acting, this this movie made me actually really appreciate the talent of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen because oh, they were the only take. they were literally the only kids in the movie that were even slightly off book. Mm-hmm. Like every every other kid was like truly reading cue cards.
4: <laughs> the thing that uh, the thing that le- like legitimately bothered me about this movie, as much as it's like we've talked about like the wedding movies ending in a wedding is you know. Exhausted, Mm -hmm. and in '95 is probably like peak, even though it still happens. But the way adoption was like made to look in this movie really bugged me. But I think it's because I I like I grew up around a a lot of kids who were adopted or were like in the system, and the way that I don't know, just like this movie makes it look so goofy and almost like it's the kids' fault. Yeah, like especially (sighs) in in the junkyard situation where all the kids that are not like this wealthy little girl <laughs> and like Steve Gutenberg's like daughter are made to seem like antagonistic and mean and like asking for it yeah. that they're mm-hmm. being treated so horribly and all the orphan like at the orphanage is a little different but that's like not even how the adoption system works anymore like why are we still being yeah. like oh the New York City orphanage like that's not e- how the systems e- work I don't know it even, just
3: bugged me <clears throat> even with the Olsen it's like if you could only just wear a dress like you would be adopted but you right, can't seem right. to <laughs> You're presenting as too tomboyish,
5: so that's why no one likes you.
3: And there's also no like arc where it's like, oh, like she can actually be herself and get adopted. It's like, no, you actually couldn't have, but thank God for you. Like, I'm marrying a rich guy and now you don't need to be adopted,
4: right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that I don't know. That was like the one thing that really did. I was just like, oh, that's like irresponsible, yeah. And like, there was a way to write that storyline that didn't need to be that way, but it was just, yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't
5: know. Does anyone have any other thoughts about the movie, the masterpiece? It takes
6: two. It takes two. do you think. do think. Wait, I think we need to talk a little bit more about like what the Olsen Twins mean to us. I suppose the the Olsen Twins don't mean that much to me. Um,
5: well, they weren't. They just weren't a part of my media consumption as as a kid. We were well, mango too. When I was this age, I was watching Back to the Future every day of my life. Well, like, I never saw it. Oh my god! Yeah, I That's was like. Funny. I was watching those problematic 80s movies that were, like, a little too old for me to be watching. I was like, Back to the Future and, like, Indiana Jones were my go-tos. So I was watching these, like, boy-centric movies because I didn't like what was available. I mean, and then, like, also all those Disney movies, but... I just didn't like a lot of what was available to me, like the like girly movies, I suppose, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. probably because they were all about like, hey, let's make sure these adults fuck, and that's <laughs> my main goal. Like, why couldn't there have been a movie... About two girls who meet each other, whether or not they look exactly alike or not,
1: like whatever. <laughs> but it helps if can they it not are be identical? about something
5: yeah, <laughs> <helps>. right? <laughs> like why does it automatically have to be about like trying to get a romance to happen? Because it's like, mm-hmm. well, they're too young to try to find boys themselves. But that's not also not to be fair. That's not every Mary Kate and Ashley joint. Sure.
4: They do a lot of different. They do variation on like three different plots. Yeah, so sometimes they're trying to find a parent love. Other times they're like solving a mystery. Like they they do a lot of stuff.
6: But they always have a love interest in their films.
4: Yes, yeah, and I mean, I guess there is. I mean, even on like passport to Paris like the yeah they get no, that's boyfriends. like the main that's their
6: first on-screen kiss oh my wait really? so to Paris was their first, the Olsen twins first on-screen kiss okay. and um, how old were they they were 11 I oh wow well, hey, that, that is I could be wrong but this is what my, my brain's telling okay. me and there's oh, a scene where one right. of the one of the French guys and maybe this is why I keep getting addicted to people who don't live in the same country as me but one of the guys like she meets him and then he's imitating her and he goes oh my god oh my god remember that part
3: no. Oh, Ooh, I feel
6: completely unsupported. They're twelve uh, in that movie. That's whoa, wild. I also, wait, 12, we, we right. also I remember about, that so clearly. We also
3: need to talk about that cultural moment where it was like two thousand four, and there was like online and there was like websites where you could go to, to see a, clo- yes. a countdown clock oh, till the yes! all we were eighteen, so Dude, you can fuck them. My older yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. cousin was all about that clock. Oh my god, he was oh. so into the countdown. I hate that. It was disgusting.
3: Anyone who was into that clock is gay. <laughs> <laughs> And I have, I have that having so much respect for your cousin and his
6: wife. <laughs> <laughs> and they're two beautiful twin girls. But that's a big problem. But um, also
4: he's like tortured inside and it's too or bad. Where is he now? And is he single? Uh, he's bald
5: and in Massachusetts Addicted. and married. Can I just say one thing about the countdown of like the Olsen twins turning 18? So like, There's this huge problem that's happening right now and probably has been happening since the dawn of time where like men in whatever capacity and in industry and all that are like groomed grooming underage girls, oh that's always been a problem yeah. yeah to like whenever they become legal and turn 18 so they're like ready to trap them yeah. basically one, but it's like one word
3: one word brittany
5: it's oh that's brittany. happening right now i forget ugh. her name but um the actress who plays Eleven on Stranger Things, oh Millie, oh, Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown, Brown. yeah, oh
4: she's majorly getting that treatment of like yeah. she's thirteen, but like let's start to get her sexy
5: now. It makes me puke. So that's yeah. I
4: mean the only and the only uh, boy I can think of that received that treatment was Justin Bieber. I do mm. remember yeah. there being a clock element really? to the Justin
5: Bieber canon. Yes. Um. Anyway. Hey, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Yes. Oh, it does. It does. It does. Uh, Amanda and Alyssa talk to each other a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amanda and Diane talk about finding her a new family. Mm -hmm. Alyssa and Clarice talk to each other a bit. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of different combos and... Situations. So that's it. It's a feminist
6: text. It's a feminist text. Yeah. You betcha. Actually, while we were watching, Pat turns to me and goes, I think this movie is good for women. Yeah. <laughs> when, what, what,
3: what moment? Is that, that was early on, early, yeah, early on. Early on, early on. <laughs> I think it was because one of them played b- baseball. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty, right. yeah
6: if, a, if a girl plays baseball in a movie, it is good for women. It is good
4: for women. <laughs> yeah. And all of its flaws must be forgiven immediately.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, let's rate the movie. Speaking of deciding if it's good for women or not, yeah. uh, rated it on our nipple scale uh zero to five nipples based on its portrayal and representation of women I don't know it's so hard with these kids movies that have to be well they don't have to be but of this era they're yeah. so cartoonish that it's kind of hard to even evaluate them for anything because they're, they're so, so cartoony. Yeah. But, you,
3: but you're saying you think that they should be held to a higher standard for Because I mean?
5: kids', kids movies these days, yeah. yeah, so many of these like movies from this They don't have to be era, shitty for women just because they're right. for kids. They were condescending to <laughs> I disagree <with> kids. That. <laughs> <laughs> And they help perpetuate these, like, what end up being harmful ideas that, like, a kid needs a mother and a father if An they're inferior. gonna turn out okay? Yeah,
3: this movie thing. was bad for gays. That's okay. I forget <laughs> that. Uh,
5: almost every movie is bad for queer people. <laughs> the movie people. was good for
4: brunettes. There, it was good for brunettes, yeah. <laughs> I would give but it two there, out of five. Women over nipples. 40, uh, actually, no, because they have to get married or they can't have a right. child. That's
6: right. actually horrible. Bad for them. Uh, yeah. I good would, for
3: Christianity. I would give it great. two out of five
5: nipples. I think that's where I would give it. Is five nipples really
6: feminist really good extremely yeah. fe- it's
5: like moana level oh wow never
6: yeah. <laughs> i don't watch kids movies because they are boring to me i um, watch them paddington is my favorite movie people are all so, hyped up on that and they <laughs> i guess i'll watch it. i can't watch anything really because i have anxiety and i start thinking about myself too much um, <laughs> it's actually a, cool, a disease um i would i guess two nips or even one nip it's like it's not helpful it's not yeah. helpful
5: yeah it's i mean it's got, i guess it's good for like little girls who can be like oh look they're like you know doing a thing but i mean i think it's a at fun, the end of the day I, i'm gonna do yeah i'll do like even
4: one I'd, yeah it, it sucks because it's like you know i guess if we're breaking it down like women are on screen the majority of the time but like there's it's just like it's so 90s and it's like ideology and what it's mm-hmm. pushing like i wouldn't show this movie to a kid. No. Uh, it seems counterproductive,
5: <laughs> right? Yeah, I think Just I'm gonna give it kids one still. one nipple, right? Because it's like. No little girl has ever done this to the to the extent where they're like fucking riding horses and like trying like orchestrating these like very complicated meat cutes like that's not anything a little girl does. But be- because like at least two movies are about this. Yeah. And one is way better. The <laughs> other is, is. Like a masterpiece. Yeah. and The other this one is boring. Yeah.
6: yeah the only thing we need to address is that they they she has this refrain of I want that can't eat can't Good sleep. sleep. Yes. Knock it out of the park. kind of, And that is the most damaging thing a little girl can hear because yeah. you think if someone treats you bad it makes you feel bad then they're the love of your life and you must chase after them and and that that the pining of them is what is romantic and that um, has actually ruined my life right (laughs) so excuse me while I levitate off my chair and go through the ceiling
3: (laughs) I also want to say that it's crazy that I we both remember the food fight scene, but neither of us remembered <laughs> that Kirstie Alley's character starts
1: the
6: food
3: fight. Yes. It, I'm like, so this crazy. is
1: your yeah. camp. No
6: one's talking about that. This is your camp. I'm taking this to so It's honestly progressive. Yeah. That, yeah.
1: That she no, starts she's
6: it? fucking up her own <laughs> camp. No. Someone's going to have to clean it. Someone she pays is going to have to clean the food. Yeah.
5: <laughs> or she will have to do it because
4: she's it's a like woman. It's like Firefest. Fest. You need to think of the employees. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. This movie Not is the-
6: my Firefest. Fest. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, cool. thanks... To the both of you for Thank being here. Thank you guys so, so much. much for coming. So fun. Plug stuff. Uh just follow me on Soch at Catsy Cohen C-A-T-C-C-O-H-N.
3: And follow me on Soch actually too, if you're on to call Catherine on Soch. And I'm uh, this is so weird and so Twisted. And twisted. But up. it's different <laughs> on Twitter and Insta. On um no, I'm trying to say IG, not Insta, because that's what the kids are doing. IG? <sighs> yeah. Evolve or die. That's yeah. Nice. Um but um <laughs> On IG, I'm Pat Regs, P-A-T-R-E-E-G-S, and on Twitter, I'm P-O Regan, P-O-R-E-G-A-N.
6: And more importantly, please like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast called Seek, Seek Treatment. Treatment. It's a podcast about boys, sex, sex fucking dating, dating and love.
3: love. So definitely kind of like this podcast's enemy.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though. Oh,
3: thank you.
5: Thank yeah. you guys for having us. What is thank it? you. What you yeah. Hi. Speaking of you know podcasts, you can follow ours oh, on yeah. social media at Bechtel Cast. On um, pretty can... much everything. You can sign up for a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Five bucks a month gets you two extra episodes. Patreon.com/slash Bechtelcast.
4: And uh, buy can... our merch. Yeah, on Tee Public. So uh-huh. check out all this stuff. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank, Thank you so much you. for coming. Thank, Thank you. you guys. Yeah.
2: See ya. Bye. Bye.